Is it time for a fresh start? Has your Instagram just been full of so many headaches recently? Are you considering a rebrand, maybe launching a new product, a new podcast, or just starting over? Well, if so, you're in the right place because today I'm going to be talking to you about how to start over on Instagram and whether or not it's a good idea for you to start a new account. And right away, I'm going to tell you what you don't want to hear, which is that the majority of people who I speak to, I end up recommending that they don't start a new account. One of the biggest plagues on social media, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or whatever, one of the biggest reasons that people fail and they don't achieve the amount of followers or views or sales that they're looking for is that they're giving up too soon. There's this classic, famous, and it's honestly kind of cliche image of these two miners digging underground and the one who is just one more strike of his axe, of his hammer, away from finding the diamonds, he's the one who gives up and turns around and walks away. And oftentimes that's true on Instagram as well. You never know when you're just one post away from blowing up, going viral, and having tons of new followers. You never know when the pendulum is about to swing in the other direction and suddenly you're going to start growing your following again. And so before we even get into the reasons why you might want to start a new account and some questions that I would recommend asking yourself to decide if starting over is right for you, I think it's important that we all be real with ourselves, that we all look ourselves in the mirror and ask, you know, have I really done everything? Have I really exhausted all of my options? options? And is this something that I'm committing to? If you are going to start over, it's not going to be smooth sailing. It's going to be really tough to grow. It's not going to be instant rainbows and sunshine and lollipops. You're going to face a lot of the same challenges that you are with this current account. If you're currently struggling with things like coming up with ideas or staying consistent or finding motivation, well, then that's not going to necessarily change just because you start a new account. So take a hard look in the mirror and decide if this is something that you're really ready to commit to. With that being said, why might someone want to start a new account in the first place? Well, number one, oftentimes newer accounts grow faster. And on Instagram, there's even a new little badge that Instagram will add right below your profile picture that says the word new to show anyone who's clicking on your profile that this is a new account. And that has been shown to slightly increase people's likelihood of pressing the follow button. Also, new accounts often grow faster because they have fewer followers. And I know that sounds confusing, but really it's not just that they have fewer followers is that they have fewer followers, but a higher engagement rate. Let's say you start a brand new account and your first 10 followers are all of your very best, closest friends. Well, those 10 followers are likely going to be very engaged with your posts. So let's say you start a new account, you have 10 new followers who are all your best friends, and then you share a new reel. Well, that reel is likely going to get 10 views and 10 likes and maybe even 10 comments. And from the algorithm's perspective, that's crazy because 100% of your followers viewed and liked and engaged with your post. For someone like myself who has over 600,000 followers on Instagram, that's basically impossible. And so because you have such a high engagement rate, the algorithm will think that your account is a great account and that that post is a great post. And thus the algorithm will be more likely to show your content to more people. You also might want to start a new account just, you know, for a fresh start. Maybe you want some new followers. Maybe you want to change your niche or your topic. Maybe you just want to kind of rebrand and reinvent yourself online. Another common reason that people start new accounts is to avoid glitches, avoid spam, avoid trolls, or even avoid security issues. If you have, for example, had an Instagram account for about a decade, you most likely have a couple hundred, if not a couple thousand spam followers. You might even have a couple hundred, if not a couple thousand real followers, but those real followers don't really use Instagram or they don't use that account or they've lost the login and password for that account. And so they, they still follow you, but they're not really active anymore. 
Similarly, if you've had an account for 10 years, you've likely logged in on some kind of sketchy websites or downloaded some apps back in 2014 and put your login information in. And basically, there's just a lot more places for vulnerability in your account security that can kind of be amassed over time. So if you haven't had success with this account and you're worried about security issues, you might want to start a new one. Similarly, new accounts can often get access to new features. Now, this isn't a foolproof method, but if you have one of those Instagram accounts that you still don't have the new features and it's like three years after they've been rolled out, like you still don't even have 30 second reels, you still don't even have like the collaboration feature or the notes feature in the direct messages, even though that should be available for your account type and for the country that you live in, well then you might want to consider starting a new account. And of course, like I said, this isn't a guaranteed way to get access to new features because new features are somewhat random in who gets access to them. It doesn't matter if you have a lot of followers or very few, it doesn't matter necessarily what kind of phone you're on or how old or new your account is, but every little thing that you do might slightly improve your odds. So starting a new account is something that many people have done to just experiment and see if that does get them access to new features. And speaking of experiment, that's of course another really common reason that you might want to start a new account is maybe you want to experiment with a new industry. Maybe you want to just test out what it's like. Of course, something that I should say right now while we're still near the beginning of this podcast is that just because you start a new account doesn't mean you necessarily have to abandon or delete your old account. You could keep both active. And I know many people who have a main account that they've had for, you know, a decade or more, but they start a new account and they just kind of experiment. Maybe they post more off-brand things on that page. Maybe they post content that they're not quite sure how it would be received by their existing followers on their already built and established page. Some people just have a backup account in case their main account gets hacked or gets taken down or gets flagged or banned. And some people who have a massive following create a backup account just so that they can have extra followers on a second profile. So there's a wide variety of reasons why you might want to start a new account on Instagram, but most likely you clicked on this episode today because you're trying to figure out, should you? You're trying to get someone to give you the definitive yes or no answer. Should you start a new account? And of course, I can't without having a one-on-one conversation with you tell you yes or no whether or not you should, but I have devised a list of questions that you can ask yourself. And these are the questions that I would likely be asking you if we were to be having this one-on-one conversation. So you can ask yourself the following questions and based off of your responses, I'll be able to nudge you in one direction or the other. And the first question to ask yourself is, how long have you had the account? The longer you've had the account, the worse off it might be, or I should say the longer you've had the account, the more likely it is that I'm going to recommend you start a new one. If you've had an account for 13 years and you're still below a thousand followers and your engagement is terrible and you just can't grow, well then it might be time to start a new one. But if you just started a new account, let's say a year ago or two years ago or even a couple months ago, well then you still have a new account. You don't have an old account to start over. Let's keep focusing on this one that you just started. Question number two, and this might be maybe the most important question to ask yourself, have you been consistent? for six months straight as a minimum. I used to say, have you been consistent for at least 90 days? But now with people, I think it's important to be even more critical and more realistic. And that is to ask yourself, have I been posting consistently? And of course, there's different definitions of consistency, but for argument's sake and for the sake of this podcast, let's say about five posts a week five feed posts per week, and that includes reels. Have you been posting at least five feed posts per week for the last six months? 
If not, then I don't think you've had a long enough track record of consistency. I don't think you've been practicing enough. I don't think you've been showing up regularly enough to fairly judge your account. If you're someone who posts a couple times a week and then you miss a couple weeks and then you post really consistently for a month and then you're kind of inconsistent for a month, well, then it's not fair to judge your account. It wouldn't be fair to judge an athlete who doesn't show up to practice every day. And that's what posting is on Instagram. It's practice. It's an opportunity to get better, to reach new people and to grow your following. And so if you're not consistently posting, well then stop right now because you got to get consistent before you're able to judge your account and whether or not it's healthy enough to keep going or to just restart. And that, of course, is really a focus just on quantity, but quality matters too. So question number three is, is your content quality? And this is one that, of course, is a little bit more subjective, right? I can't necessarily just give you a list of criteria to make sure that your posts are quality. But when you look at everyone else in your niche, when you look at other people in your industry, or maybe even when you look at the top dogs, the best accounts in your field, is your content very similar to theirs, at least in terms of quality? Is it well lit? Do you have good audio? How's your editing? How's your pacing? What kinds of posts are you sharing? Are you only sharing trending audio lip sync reels? Or are you sharing dynamic direct to camera content? Are you posting valuable, share worthy, educational, captivating content? Or are you kind of just posting whatever you can think of? And this is another one where you really need to take a harsh look in the mirror. If your content is not quality, it doesn't matter if you have a new account or an account that's 80 years old, you're going to struggle to grow. So just to review before we go any further, those first three questions were, how long have you had your account? How long have you been consistent and has it been at least six months of consistency? And number three, has that consistency, that quantity also been high quality? If you've had this account for a long time and you've been consistent for a long time and that consistency has been high quality, you've been making great content and sharing it on a daily basis for years now and you're really struggling to grow, like maybe the growth is negative or the engagement is just super low, it's non-existent, it's not there, well, then you might want to consider starting a new account. But if you haven't had the account for long, if you haven't been consistent for long, and if the content hasn't been high quality, then I would not recommend starting a new account. All right, question number four to ask yourself is, have you ever used an inorganic growth strategy? These inorganic growth strategies, we covered them in another YouTube video, but they might include buying engagement, maybe paying for a shout out, buying followers, joining engagement groups, doing follow unfollow, doing giveaways of cash prizes in order for people to follow you or anything else that's inorganic. Basically any strategy that you are basically paying for followers or even hiring one of those growth agencies that promises a thousand likes on every post and 10,000 new followers a month guaranteed. Anything like that would be an inorganic growth strategy. And if you have used those, I might consider starting a new account. And the more you have used, let's say you bought 50,000 followers and you buy engagement on every single one of your posts, then you might really want to start over. And an analogy for why you might want to start over if this question kind of pertains to you is think about like we're raising a chicken, right? We're raising a chicken that we're planning on eating. 
If that chicken from the start has a healthy diet, it has a healthy environment, it's a free-range chicken and it's a, living a very happy life and it's free of predators and it's being raised on this very loving farm by this great family, well then it's a healthy chicken and it probably doesn't need to start over, so to speak. But if this chicken from day one has been pumped full of steroids and growth hormones and all these added inorganic chemicals, well then sure, from the outside, it might look like this really big big meaty chicken, but at the end of the day, it's not a real healthy chicken, right? It's not a chicken that you necessarily want to eat. And so that might be a chicken, that might be a case where we might want to start over with that one. And not only are these inorganic growth strategies really ineffective in the long run when it comes to selling or building an engaged community, they also oftentimes violate Instagram's terms and services policies. And so question number five is, have you, whether intentionally or unintentionally, whether you actually did it or not, has Instagram ever told you that you have violated their community guidelines? Again, I'm not asking you whether or not you actually did it. I'm not asking you whether or not you meant to do it. All that matters is that Instagram thinks you did. And basically, the more violations you have, the more times your account has been suspended or that you've lost access to a feature or that you've been locked out from doing something for 24 hours or for a week or for 30 days, the more times those sorts of penalties have been accrued by your account, the more likely you would be to want to restart your account. And I can give you a personal story of when this has happened to me. Recently, I had a post on my Instagram that was shared with a direct message automation keyword. And not to get too deep into the strategy, basically what was going on here was I was asking my followers to comment a specific keyword. And then once they commented that keyword, they would receive an automatic direct message from me and from my account. It's a great way to increase engagement and increase sales. And it's done using ManyChat, which is an official partner of Instagram. They're official partnered, officially linked, and it's totally fine and okay to use ManyChat to send automated messages. But here's the mistake I made. When I made the post, I forgot to turn on the automation. So I had it set up, but I forgot to just flip the on switch on. So then after about five or 10 minutes, I realized that everyone who was commenting that keyword was not receiving that automatic direct message. So I quickly thought, oh, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just type out a message that I would be sending to them anyways. I just copied the automated message and I'll just manually copy and paste and send it to everyone who missed it when I forgot to turn on the automation. But that got me flagged. Basically, I was copying and pasting the exact same message to like 50 people in a very short window of time. And Instagram was like, whoa, this looks like spammy, inauthentic behavior. And so Instagram locked me out of my direct messages for seven days. Now, do I think this was right? No. Do I think that if I could have a conversation with someone at Instagram, they would totally understand that it's not spammy, it's not inauthentic. These people literally asked for the message that I was sending to them, and then they would lift the ban? Sure. But none of that matters. All that matters is the Instagram algorithms, the computers that check Instagram for spam and inauthentic behavior, they flagged me. And so because of that, I was locked out of my direct messages for seven days. Instagram is a beast. There is no lie that every single week the algorithm changes, there's a million new features, there's so much to keep track of, so much you have to worry about, and all you're trying to do is scroll your business, trying to get more customers and make more sales on Instagram. That is why we created the Insta Club Hub to help you learn exactly what you need to know to stay up to date with the changes that are actually relevant to you as a business owner and to help you grow your following and customer base on Instagram.
You can check it out, best part, for only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial the Instagram algorithms, the computers that check Instagram for spam and inauthentic behavior, they flagged me. And so because of that, I was locked out of my direct messages for seven days. And so that's kind of like strike number one against my account. And if I continued to use spammy behavior or do these sort of inauthentic things that, you know, the algorithm viewed as spammy or inauthentic, and I continued to get more strikes against my account, well, then that might be an added reason that I might want to start over on my Instagram. And don't worry, I'm not starting over anytime soon, but I just wanted to, you know, explain to you that it happens to everyone. It happens no matter who you are, no matter how good your intentions are, you might get flagged by Instagram. And the more times you're flagged, the tougher it is to grow. Because from Instagram's point of view, they don't want to highlight and promote accounts that flat out violate their guidelines. Now, in just a second, I'm going to tell you a way that you can actually go into your Instagram settings and figure out whether or not your account is recommendable and whether or not Instagram will show you to more people. But before I do, I wanted to let you know about, you know, that automation direct message thing that I was just telling you about with ManyChat? Well, they're actually at the beginning of October hosting an Instagram summit and they're having like 20 of the top Instagram speakers from around the world speaking virtually at this event. So no matter where you are, if you have an internet connection, you can attend. And of course, I will be speaking at the event. I am going to be speaking about how to create a month's worth of content in just one weekend using AI to really expedite the process. And if you want to grab your tickets for this Instagram summit. I will let you know that the prices are going up on September the 15th, but whether you're listening to this before the 15th or after the 15th, I have a 20% off discount code for you. Of course, the link will be down in the description below, but the discount code is tribe because of course this is the build your tribe podcast so if you use the discount code tribe you will get 20 percent off and if you are listening to this before the 15th i highly recommend grabbing your ticket now so you can lock in that lower rate and then slap that 20 percent discount on top of it and i will see you at the instagram summit put on by many chat okay so to find out your account status and basically check if you're actually being shadow banned or not all you have to do is go to your instagram profile page tap on the hamburger icon in the upper right hand corner then tap settings then scroll all the way down to the bottom and you're going to see a little tiny button that says account status when you tap on that it will show you the three different kinds of recommendations or the three different ways that your account could be suspended and you just want to see a green check you want to see a green check next to removed content that will ensure that you have had no recently removed content that was in violation of community guidelines. You want to see a check next to what can't be recommended because that ensures that you have not posted anything that cannot be recommended. Or if I were to say that without the double negative, everything you've posted can be recommended. And then the final check is features that you can't use. You want to see a check mark next to that to ensure that you can use all of those features. If you do see an X next to any of these three categories, you can actually tap right on it. Instagram will tell you what you've done wrong. It will show you the post that you've made. They will tell you how they think you violated their guidelines and you even have an option to appeal if you need to. 
But again, the more strikes you have against your account and the more frequently that you are not being recommended or don't have access to certain features, the more you might want to start a new account. And hey, listen, when you do start that new account, stop doing whatever Instagram is flagging you for. I know, like, let's remove politics from this conversation. Let's remove, you know, opinions from this conversation. If Instagram says that you can't do something on their platform and you continue to do it, at the end of the day, like you're on their platform and I know it sucks and I know, you know, you might disagree, but you're on their platform. And when you sign up, you agree to abide by their community guidelines. If you violate those guidelines, unfortunately, you're not playing by their rules and they're not going to let you keep playing the game. That was question number five. Question number six is, is your engagement critically low? And maybe even worse than that, has your engagement rate dropped off significantly recently? And let me define for you exactly what I mean by critically low. If you have 5,000 followers or less and your engagement rate is below 2%, I would consider that critically low. You might be shocked and surprised to learn that the average engagement rate for an Instagram account with 5,000 followers or less is only 4.8%. That's 240 pieces of engagement. So if you have 5,000 followers or less on Instagram, you can realistically expect about 240 pieces of engagement on each post. What do I mean by pieces of engagement? I mean, add up your total number of likes, saves, shares, and comments. Those four kinds of engagement. Add up those four and they should add up to roughly 240 for each post. Of course, you'll have some posts that are more, some posts that are less, but if you have about 5,000 followers on Instagram, that's what you can realistically expect. In order to find out what your realistic engagement rate should be, if you have less than 5,000 followers, is to basically just take the number of followers that you have, multiply that times 0.048, because that would be 4.8%, and whatever number you get, that would be the total amount of engagement that each post receives. So if you have a thousand followers, multiply that times 4.8%, you would get 48. So if you have a thousand followers, you can expect a total of 48 likes, comments, shares, and or saves. And of course, that's just the average. So it's okay if you're a little bit below it, if you're a little bit above it, but I would recommend considering starting over if it's critically low. So if it's less than half, which would be less than 2%. If you have below a 2% engagement rate and below 5,000 followers, you might want to consider starting a new account. Put that into real world numbers. What does that look like? If you have 1,000 followers and you're getting less than 20 total likes, comments, saves, and shares, then that's critically low. If you have between 5,000 and 20,000 followers, the numbers actually go down a little bit. The average engagement rate for someone with between 5 and 20,000 followers is 1.7%. So let's cut that in half. If you have below 0.85% in terms of your engagement rate, then I would consider that critically low. If you have between 20,000 and 100,000 followers on Instagram, the average engagement rate for an account of your size is roughly 1.2%. So if you have less than 0.6% as your engagement rate, I would consider that critically low. And if you have more than 100,000 followers, that number continues to go down. The average engagement rate for accounts with more than 100,000 followers is only about 1%. And so if you have less than half a percent as your engagement rate and you have more than 100,000 followers, that's critically low and you might want to consider starting over. The seventh question that you need to ask yourself, and this one might surprise some people, is have you ever had a post that went viral outside of your niche? And not to get too far ahead of myself, but this is why I always recommend 
posting reels that are within your niche, that are related to your content and related to whatever it is that you have to sell or your community or whatever it may be. Because here's the issue. Let's go with this hypothetical story. Let's say that your niche is beginner rock climbing tips for women in their 50s. You're teaching women in their 50s who have never rock climbed before in their life. You're giving them very beginner tips and strategies. And maybe down the line, you're going to sell a course or one-on-one coaching or something like that. And you yourself are a woman in your 50s and you're a new grandma and your daughter just had her first baby and you're super excited. And so you post this really cute little reel of your grandbaby and it goes viral and it blows up because it's super cute or maybe it's super funny and now all of a sudden you have thousands maybe even tens of thousands of new followers who follow you for the wrong reasons they follow you for more cute baby content or they follow you for more funny toddler content or they follow you for whatever reason but it's a reason that doesn't necessarily directly translate or apply to your niche well what's that going to look like in the long run they're going to most likely become very unengaged as they continue to see content about rock climbing which is not why they followed you in the first place so they're going to either become unengaged or they're going to unfollow and worst case scenario they stay somewhat engaged they stay following you but they're never going to become customers because they don't actually care about rock climbing they don't actually care about what it is you have to sell they don't care about those tips they just want you to post more videos of your grandbaby a personal experience of when this happened to me was over on tiktok and some of you may know this story but i blew up on tiktok in the early days of tiktok like the very beginning of 2019 january 2019 i blew up like 200, 300,000 followers on TikTok like that, like within a week. But I blew up because I was posting funny, trending dancing videos with my other college football teammates in the locker room. But as you know, that's not what I do for a living. Yes, that was a season of my life, but I can't continue to make that content. And also I can't monetize that content, right? What I do for a living now, how I actually make money, how I actually put a roof over my head and put food on the table is not swinging my hips from side to side in the locker room with my shoulder pads on. That was a fun period of my life, but because I gained so many followers from that kind of content, now the vast majority of those people, the vast majority of those 200, 300,000 people, they don't care about growing on Instagram. They don't care about building a business online. They don't care about side hustles and, and building a wealth through your social media posts. They don't care about that. They just want to see me dance. And so some of you may know this, some of you may have even watched the entire YouTube video that I did chronicling this, but my engagement on TikTok was critically low. And so I basically went through this checklist. I went through all these questions for myself on TikTok. How long have I had the account? Four years, which on TikTok is a long time. How long have I been consistent? I was consistent on TikTok for about a year or two posting content related to this niche that is very similar to like what you see on Build Your Tribe and on my Instagram. So very consistent content. Has it been quality? Yeah, it's been the same high quality content that I've been posting on Instagram. I've been posting a lot of the same high quality stuff on TikTok. So I knew it was quality. Have I used any inorganic growth strategies? No, I have not. I never bought followers. I never bought engagement. Have I violated any of TikTok's community guidelines? No, I haven't. But was my engagement rate critically low? Yes, it was so terribly low. I had 300,000 followers and yet I was averaging about six likes per TikTok video. And that was because the answer to question number seven was yes, I went viral outside of my niche. And so ultimately that's why I decided to start over on TikTok. And since starting over, I've been getting way more engagement and way more of a sense of community and the growth has been much better. Now, do I have 300,000 followers on TikTok anymore? No, but the actual 
actual return on investment seems to be way more worth my time. So again, if you have made a post that has gone viral and it's outside of your niche, especially if it's gone mega viral or it's gained a lot of followers for you, that might be something to make you consider starting over. And then speaking of niche last, but certainly not least, question number eight to ask yourself, are you rebranding? Are you drastically changing your niche? Are you creating a new offer, a new course, a new book, something new to sell that is totally unrelated to what it is that you were talking about, posting about, or selling before? If so, again, you might really want to consider starting a new account rather than just pivoting your existing account. Let's say you were a real estate agent in southeastern Idaho, and that's what your whole Instagram account was about. It was about real estate tips and tricks, and you were helping people buy and sell their homes in southeastern Idaho. And now you are rebranding to help people with commercial real estate investments in southeastern Idaho. Well, that's kind of similar, right? There's a lot of crossover there. A lot of the people who were interested in your first niche will be interested in your new niche, and so you would probably not want to start a new account you're probably fine to pivot and just keep going with your existing account. But if you're someone who is transitioning from beginner rock climbing tips to cake baking, or you're someone who is transitioning from dance choreography to Excel spreadsheets, well, then there's likely going to be very few people who are interested in both niches. And so it would probably be most beneficial for you to just start a new account, a clean slate, get all of your followers in who are engaged, and then start growing from there. Now, speaking of growing from there, what do you do now? You've decided to start a new account. You have answered these questions and you're like, you know, Brock, my engagement's super low. I've been consistent. My content has been quality. I've had the account for a really long time. I've never done anything inorganic, but it's just crickets on my Instagram account. It's been such a tough time. I'm putting in so much work, but nothing seems to be working. So it's time to start fresh. First of all, let me give you a word of advice, which is it's going to take some time. I'm proud of you and I know it's scary to start over. So when you do rip that bandaid off, take the leap. It's always scary when you're leaving the nest. And so I'm proud of you for making this decision. It is a bold decision. It will take some time. It will be challenging. It will not be smooth sailing. But I do think that, you know, if you went through all the questions and you looked yourself in the mirror today and you really listened to this podcast and took it to heart, well, then I think that that decision, you can trust it. And moving forward, it's not going to be easy, like I said, but it is the right decision. The easy decision is not always the right decision, and the right decision is not always the easy thing to do. So I want to applaud you. I want to say I'm proud of you. And if you need the tips, let's say you finished today's episode and you're like, yep, I'm starting over. I'm starting fresh. I'm starting from zero. What do I do now? We've actually already done an episode just a couple months ago about kind of the, the tips that I would recommend doing because it's not as simple as just starting a new account, picking a new username, and just hopping right back into posting. There's actually some strategies that you will want to follow to make sure that this new account is really set up for success and that it can really get the kickstart, the little boost that it needs right at the beginning to get that snowball rolling down the hill. So we'll link that up down in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's podcast, let me know. Are you going to be starting over? Are you considering it? Are you still on the fence? But again, thank you so much for listening today. And as always, happy networking. <laughs>